Welcome to Keep the Republic with Dr. Daniel Bobinski, editor of True Idaho News. Keep the Republic is brought to you by the Political Action Committee Conservatives of Picture Perfect Window Cleaning, Michael Hahn of Fathom Realty, and ThinkExodus.org. And now, here's Daniel. Well, hello and welcome to Keep the Republic. Dr. Daniel Bobinski here, your host on today's show. And we're going to have kind of an analysis of news headline show today. I have been blessed the past couple of weeks to be able to share with you some very awesome guests whom I've interviewed on my Keep the Republic TV show. But this week, I'm going to shift gears a little bit and discuss some of what we're seeing in the headlines. And of course, I'll be doing it from an objective point of view, because, you know, I recently learned that the news that you hear on local TV stations, even here in Boise, all these local affiliates around the country, they subscribe to news feeds from CNN and other, shall we say, big government-friendly news organizations. You know, a former local CBS reporter recently informed me that the local CBS affiliate here in Idaho's Treasure Valley subscribes to two, just two, news feeds, which they can then print and read on air however they want. The two news feeds are the national CBS feed and CNN. <laughs> I got to tell you, you know, I watched about a five minute news clip from CNN the other day. And I don't watch that show normally, but I was amazed at all the misinformation on the lies that I heard in just a five minute clip. Evidence, hard evidence has been presented to the Congressional Oversight Committee implicating our current White House occupant in multiple felonies, impeachable offenses. We're talking hard evidence. And the guests on this CNN clip that I watched were adamant that not a shred of evidence exists, that it's all just Republican contrived stuff, revenge for what the Democrats did to Donald Trump. There's no there, there, all that kind of stuff. And the host was going along, prompting it even. It was amazing to me. How some people can be so blind to facts is just beyond me. And they lie. They lie to the American population. But here on my show, <laughs> we will discuss things factually. And I will also say this. If anyone ever has a problem with what I'm presenting, you are free to drop me an email and we can discuss it rationally. Just contact me using keeptherepublic at protonmail.com. And I want to emphasize it's got to be a rational discussion or it's just not going to fly. So don't write me and throw a bunch of ad hominem attacks, no name calling. It's got to be a rational dialogue of facts. Happy to do that with you if you disagree with anything that I ever present on any of my shows. Just email me at keeptherepublic at protonmail.com. Or if you want to suggest a topic for the show, feel free to let me know again at that Keep the Republic email, keeptherepublic at protonmail.com. And if you want to listen to past shows, we have them all archived on our Buzzsprout podcast page, which you can find at, get this, keeptherepublic.buzzsprout.com. Keeptherepublic.buzzsprout.com. And, you know, this past couple of weeks, if you've missed any of those shows, we had Celia Farber on, we have Paul Hutchinson. Uh, this is the guy who was depicted as Pablo in the movie Sound of Freedom. He's also the executive producer of that film. Uh, they're all online to listen to. All you want to do to catch any of our past shows, just go to keeptherepublic.buzzsprout.com. 
Or if you want to browse through my archive of TV shows that I do on Brighteon TV, uh, just go to brighteon.tv, click on the shows word, and scroll down till you find Keep the Republic. So brighteon.tv, then shows, and then just scroll till you find Keep the Republic. Like I said, I feel I have been very blessed the past couple of weeks to share what I consider to be some very powerful interviews. But this week, I just wanted to go over some of the news headlines and elaborate on them from a objective and truthful perspective. So first up, got some very sad news this week coming out of Maui. Terrible fires. It's one of the saddest news stories I've read recently. And if you've ever been to Maui or any place in Hawaii, you know it's an absolutely beautiful place. And to see it destroyed by fire is just horrible. Of course, beyond that, the loss of life, even more horrible. Uh, people trying to save their homes or just even running to escape the flames and getting caught up and dying. It's just tragic. Uh, the town of Lahaina, which is kind of like the center point on West Maui, just destroyed. Fire just plowed right through most of it. And if you've been to Lahaina, then you've probably seen the banyan tree. It's been there for like 150 years. I loved that thing. They, they just celebrated just a couple months ago. They celebrated 150 years that tree's been there. And now it's been destroyed by fire. And you have all the devastation all over the island. Boats, boat ramps, towns, loss of life. It's all devastating. And I was watching an interview the other night. Uh, there was a Hawaiian gentleman whose family had been living in the same house right in downtown Lahaina for four generations. They lost everything, everything. Their house was completely destroyed. And he was talking about how museums were destroyed and churches were destroyed. He showed a picture of his church burning. Uh, hundreds and hundreds of irreplaceable historical artifacts, documents, all destroyed, all gone. And he said he just was able to have time to grab their IDs, get in the car and go. And he said all he has is the shirt on his back. So if you are open to making a donation to help, you know, I, for one, I'm always leery about people taking advantage of these tragic situations and setting up fake donation websites. I'm, I'm a little leery of that. So I did a little research. I have two suggestions for you. One is from the acting governor of Hawaii. She's directing people to give through the Hawaii Community Foundation, which can be found at hawaiicommunityfoundation.org. If you go to that landing page, they've got a link there for the Maui Strong Fund. So that's where the, the governor is directing people to the oh, hawaiicommunityfoundation.org. But I also have a friend that I went to high school with who is now a pastor of a Calvary chapel on the island of Kauai. And I contacted him, wrote him, and asked him for a reputable, trustworthy place that we could donate to. And he wrote back, and I'm going to read for you word for word what he wrote. He said, we are involved in reaching out with both financial and soon physical help. We have a church in Lahaina that miraculously remained untouched by the fire. They are a trusted place to donate to. We are sending funds to them right now, especially since many of their families and neighbors were devastated. So if you're looking to give to support the families in the church who lost everything, here's how. Text CCW Maui, which would stand for Calvary Chapel West Maui, so CCW Maui, to 77977. That's 77977. That's going to give you a direct link to give. He says, or, or PayPal, 
send PayPal to Calvary Chapel, Westside, Maui. He says, thanks for reaching out. Please keep praying. So text CCW Maui to 77977 and you can give there. Or you can send money via PayPal to Calvary Chapel, Westside, Maui. And even if you can't afford to give anything, please pray for these people that the Lord would lead them and guide them into what it is he wants them to do. Because, you know, God knew this was going to happen. And he's always our rock in a time of need. And as I said, dozens of people have died. But pray for those people who have survived and the people who had their houses and their possessions and their livelihoods all torn away from them. Pray that God would lead them with peace into what he would have them to. Praying costs us nothing but just a little bit of time, yet it yields so much. Okay, well, let's shift gears a little bit and talk about some of the devastation happening here on the mainland. And that is what's happening with what I call diversionary tactics used by the deep state. And I'm not kidding here. I never thought that it would be ever so plain, but people in our government are working hard to dismantle this country. And after you hear what I'm about to play for you, if you don't see the pattern and know that this is purposeful, then I don't know what to tell you. I guess people are just going to believe what they want to believe. But the audio clip that I have for you is one of Donald Trump's attorneys talking. Her name is Alina Haba. And she's talking about how every time something comes up with news that's bad about Joe Biden or something's bad with the Biden family, suddenly the next day they come out swinging at Donald Trump. It's so typical of what you would expect to see in a banana republic. But let's go ahead and roll this tape. On March 17th, Hunter accidentally admits that it was his laptop from hell. The next day, DA Alvin Bragg indicts President Trump. June 8th, an FBI document is released showing that the Ukrainians paid the Biden crime family millions and millions of dollars. The next day, the Mar-a-Lago raid and the Mar-a-Lago indictment. Last week, Hunter Biden's sweetheart plea deal fell through when the judge realized it had blanket immunity. The following day, a superseding indictment against Donald Trump. July 31st, Devin Archer goes to testify in front of the House. That was only after they failed to put him in jail prior to the fact. What happens the next day? The January 6th indictment that we're here for today. This is not a coincidence. This is election interference at its finest against the leading candidate right now for president for either party. And she's right. Donald Trump is the leading candidate. He's got the highest scores or whatever rankings in all the polls, the highest numbers of any candidate in a presidential poll for 2024. And as you just pointed out, line by line, every time bad news hits regarding the White House with Joe Biden, the next day they unleash something on Trump. This is how the news cycle works. They distract us from talking about this unbelievable stuff regarding Joe Biden. And they make Trump the headline news. He's a lightning rod for bad news. Maria Bartiromo on Fox pointed something out, and others have too, but it's very interesting. She says there's an indictment waiting in Georgia for Trump, but they're not going to release it 
<laughs> she said that they're just waiting for the next bad news headline to hit regarding Joe Biden, and then they're going to release the indictment against Trump the next day. <laughs> I laughed because, you know, in no way am I a gambler. But, you know, if, if, if I was a gambler, that would be something to bet on because it's also obvious at this point that what they're all they're doing is they're distracting us. This main news cycle, they distract us away from the bad news about Joe Biden and all point at Trump. This is collusion. Collusion at its finest. We have a media colluding with totalitarians and collusion between deep state operatives and the media. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Maybe what we call the mainstream media is part of the deep state. <laughs> Just a thought. Um, but think about what I pointed out at the top of the show. We have our, our local TV news stations pulling their stories from a CNN news feed. Yeah. I think you could say that we've got collusion occurring here. These people are all just one big party trying to bring about a totalitarian, top-down authoritarian government. I know you hear me say this a lot, but you know what? We need to hear it. They want to dismantle our country. They want to take us down so they can, quote, build back better. Yeah, well, they want to rebuild it into a totalitarian system. That is not what our founders uh, designed. That's not what our people died for when they fought the wars for freedom. And if we don't see this obvious pattern, I think we're blind. I just need to ask you, can you see the pattern? And I also need to ask you, are you looking to buy or sell a home? Because if so, Michael Hahn at Fathom Realty can help you because he is a real estate agent with utmost integrity. You can go to IdahoInvestmentProperties.com to learn more about Mike Hahn. If you're selling, Mike helps you set the best price for the market and helps you prepare your property so it appeals to the broadest market of buyers. And if you're buying, Mike's going to help you find the property that meets your needs. Mike's a graduate of the Realtors Institute. He holds multiple specialist designations. He's been doing this since 2005. Contact Michael Hahn at IdahoInvestmentProperties.com Dot com. That's IdahoInvestmentProperties.com. And let me also ask you if you have kids in the public school system. And if so, let me recommend visiting ThinkExodus.org. That's the Exodus Institute. They're a fully accredited K-12 online school with fully credentialed teachers with Christian values, no political agendas, no woke indoctrination. I know the owners. They are 100% trustworthy. And if you're already homeschooling, they also have a supplemental program for kids in 5th through 12th grade. It's on-demand video. They do all the teaching. They do all the grading. It's only 20 bucks a month, and you can cancel anytime. Learn more by going to thinkexodus.org. That's thinkexodus.org. Well, before the break, I was talking about the move to dismantle the United States. And, you know, they're moving as fast as they can to do that. But they're moving not too fast because they don't want to cause a total uprising. But you look at how the people in the federal and state agencies and the departments, they're twisting truth to arrest and convict people, innocent people. They want us not to stand up for what's right and true. It's even happening here in Idaho, where people who are fine with big government controls with ours after their names are still labeling constitutional conservatives as extremists. I happen to believe that if George Washington and John Adams and the rest of the founders were alive today, these people working in these federal and state agencies would be labeling Washington and Adams as insurrectionists and domestic terrorists and taking them to court to apply huge 
monetary fines and whatever they need to do to shut them down. That's the starting point for socialism. And yes, totalitarianism here in Idaho, here in America. And so I say all that to kind of set the stage for my next news item. I want to take you back to 1990 when Nelson Mandela was released from prison. This guy was hailed as a major media star, some kind of hero. But did you know that he and his wife were socialists? Mandela joined the South African Communist Party in the 50s. And then the organization that he helped form, the African National Congress, was and remains to this day socialist. You might say, okay, well, Daniel, who cares? Well, there was this event in the news just a week or two ago you probably didn't hear about. It's a huge event in South Africa. There was a guy who was president of the African National Congress Youth League, but he was asked to leave the African National Congress about 10 years ago, a little over 10 years ago, because his views were seen as too radical, if you can believe that. Yeah, too radical for socialists. Uh, the guy's name is Julius Malima. And after he was booted from the ANC, he founded what's now known as the Economic Freedom Fighters, EFF. They're a full-blown Marxist political party. That's what happens when you get kicked out of a socialist party is you start a Marxist party. So a few weeks ago, this Economic Freedom Fighters Party held a huge rally in South Africa's biggest stadium to celebrate their 10th anniversary. And the stadium holds almost 100,000 people, and it was packed. And I have some audio for you from that rally. It's only half a minute. But have a listen, because I'm going to elaborate on what he says after you hear this. Shoot to kill the mother. Kill the poor, the farmer. Kill the poor, the farmer. Brr, pa, pa, brr, pa, pa. Now, if you could see the video of this rally, this guy, Julius Malima, he's up there with his index finger pointing out, his thumb pointing up as if it's a gun. And he's waving it around, and it sounds like he's saying, kill the poor, but he's not. He's not saying kill the poor. He's saying kill the boer, B-O-E-R. It's a Dutch word that means farmer. And you heard him say that, kill the boer, kill the farmer, shoot to kill. And then he starts making these machine gun noises. And many outlets now report that the word boer is now synonymous in, in South Africa to mean white person. Anyways, he's saying shoot the kill, shoot the boar, shoot the farmer. This is crazy. But we have people out here actually doing that now. An article in the National Pulse, because you're not going to hear this in the New York Times, is an article in the National Pulse of white farmers attacked. 79-year-old had his throat slit after the media defends the kill the boar chant. That's the headline. The article at the National Pulse reports that since this rally a few weeks ago, multiple white farmers have been attacked. So you might say, well, Daniel, when did the media defend the kill the boar chant? We don't have to look any further than the New York Times. Here's their headline. Kill the boar fuels backlash in South Africa and U.S. Right-wing commenters claim that an old anti-apartheid chant is a call to anti-white violence. But historians and the left-wing politicians who embrace it say it shouldn't be taken literally. Listen to that again. Should not be taken literally. Really, 
You've got nearly 100,000 people in a stadium worked up in a frenzy. These people are jumping around. The leader of this party is holding his hand, look like a gun. Everyone's chanting, shoot to kill, shoot to kill, kill the boar, the farmer, and then makes machine gun noises. 100,000 people all worked up in a frenzy like that, and we're not supposed to take it seriously. Thanks, New York Times. Kind of a nice way to provide cover for those people who are pushing your ideology. Well, maybe you've seen the movie or read the book 1984. I would shudder to think that maybe not in five years, maybe not in 10, but maybe 30 years from now here in America, there might be hundreds of thousands of people packed into sports stadiums chanting, kill the Christian. We really, really need to pray. Lord, please do not let America go down that road. Here on this show, we exist to give you information that you are not going to hear on local TV news. And with that, I also bring the admonition to pray. Pray for our country. Pray that God would raise up a remnant to work to restore godly principles in our country. Which leads me to my next story. It's a local story. Um, last week, I told you about the Sean Foyt worship rally on the Capitol steps in Boise. In fact, he's holding worship rallies at all 50 state capitals this year. And I attended the rally in Boise this past Sunday, and I got to tell you, it was refreshing to see believers imploring God to restore our government to its Judeo-Christian worldview. Whether people like it or not, that's how our nation was founded. But wouldn't you know, I learned that the Idaho statesman was not too thrilled with this idea of Christians gathering like that. The Idaho statesman editorial board, those that lead the paper, wrote a collective opinion piece, is what I'm going to call it. This is, a, this, is the, this is the headline, keep your religion out of our government. <laughs> this is the headline, keep your religion out of our government. Dangerous activists coming to Idaho. In this editorial, this is crazy, they claim that Sean Foyt is capitalizing on right-wing concerns. Of course, the implication is he's making a lot of money on this, to which I say, yeah, uh, dear Idaho statesman. <laughs> us right-wing conservatives don't make bank on this stuff. I don't make a dime for doing this radio show each week. I do this because I feel called to do it. And I know that putting on all those worship events all around the country, that's costly. I don't see Sean Foyt raising funds off of that. Sorry, Idaho Statesman Editorial Board, you are mistaken in your assumption. Nobody's making bank. In the close of their editorial, they wrote this. No one is telling these groups to abandon their religious beliefs. We're just telling them to keep their religion in their church and out of our government. Well, I read that and I thought, hmm, seems like the editorial board could use a history lesson and I'll oblige. So here's what John Jay wrote. John Jay was our nation's first Supreme Court Chief Justice. And he wrote this. It is the duty as well as the privilege and interest of our Christian nation to select and prefer Christians for their rulers. Yes editorial board. That was John Jay, selected by George Washington, our nation's first president, to be our nation's first Supreme Court Chief Justice. Our nation's first Supreme Court Chief Justice called America a Christian nation, and that our people should prefer Christians to be elected to office. And then, of course, there's one of my favorite quotes, which you hear me say from time to time, from our nation's second president, John Adams 
who, while serving as president, wrote the following. Our Constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. So I'd say it appears that any thinking person would look at the statements editorial board and say, hmm, they must be unaware of these things. They're unaware that freedom and liberty that they and their parents and their grandparents have all enjoyed these liberties that were conceived and brought to us by, wait for it, Christians, Christians in government, religious people in government. And I'm going to guess that those people on the editorial board are ignorant of what I just read you. They're ignorant of these statements. And I could list dozens and dozens more. But it's sad to me that our culture has devolved to a point that people on the editorial board of Idaho's most read newspaper seem more comfortable if there's a Black Lives Matter or an Antifa rally in town than an event where people are calling on God to heal our land. BLM and Antifa are both openly Marxist. That's disconcerting, but it aligns with what I've been saying this whole show. Even the media is behind the push for a managed dismantling of America. They want to build it back with a Marxist totalitarianism, all disguised as something for the public good. Well, you know what's really needed for public good? Constitutional liberties. And you know what's good for your home is being able to look out your windows and see clearly these beautiful summer days. You need to know that picture-perfect window cleaning does both business and residential window cleaning, but they also do more. They also do gutter cleaning, pressure washing, and screen repair. And you can save yourself some money if you tell them you heard about them on the Keep the Republic show. You're going to get $50 off any window cleaning job over $250 or 10% off your total bill, whichever is greater. Just tell them you heard about it on the Keep the Republic show to get your savings. Just visit windowcleaningboise.com. That's windowcleaningboise.com. Let me also call your attention to Conservatives Of, a sponsor of this show since the beginning. They are a political action committee with a mission to help constitutionally-minded conservative Christians get elected to office. We have constitutionally-minded Christian conservatives in office today because of the help of Conservatives Of. And they work by donations. And if you want to help candidates and causes that align with constitutional principles, you can make a donation of any size to Conservatives Of. Just go to conservativesof.com to do that. And when you do, be sure to thank them for being a sponsor of Keep the Republic. As I wrap up today's show, I want you to think about something. It's kind of befuddling. We have got people in our government who are working to deceive us, to cover up their efforts to dismantle this nation. And they're trying to get us to believe things that are simply not true. A question we should all be asking is, why? Why are they doing this? There's no reason for these people to twist truth unless they have an agenda that they're trying to fulfill. What is that agenda? We've touched on it here today, and we will explore more as we work to keep the republic. By the way, next week, we're going to be hearing from Gabriel Wrench, who was one of the three people who won a lawsuit for unlawful arrest when he and his fellow churchgoers were singing psalms on the street in Moscow, Idaho. I look forward to hearing his story. I hope you can tune in. This is Keep the Republic. I'm Daniel Bobinski. I thank you so much for tuning in. Until next week, be bold and be blessed. Thank you for tuning in to Keep the Republic, sponsored by Conservatives of. 
picture-perfect window cleaning. Michael Hahn of Fathom Realty. ThinkExodus.org. Also, please pray for our republic and for godly men and women who will work to keep it.